We are your hosts, Lardell and Orikage. Our podcast provides a selection of stories from various food personalities and restaurants around the world. Every food tells a story. We are both on the autistic spectrum and love to share our love of food. So what better way to express that is to find guests involved in the food industry and to talk about all things food and their stories. Today's guests are Hunter as the Autistic Chef, accompanied by his mother Sunshine. Autista Chef is a YouTube channel exploring creative recipes from fried Oreos to pizza burritos. Both Hunter and his mother Sunshine are neurodivergent. Both of them have ADHD, while Hunter is also autistic. Their videos provide a relaxed and enjoyable atmosphere while teaching us all about their recipes. Sunshine is involved with assisting Hunter as well as camera work and editing, while Hunter is the face and titular chef of the channel. To quote their channel tagline, welcome to the autistic culinary universe. And before we get into our conversation with Hunter, known as the Autista Chef, and his mom Sunshine, only let's talk about food and cartoons and then get up to video games. When I was younger, I remember Popeye cartoons. And yeah. they would have like Popeye have the spinach and he yeah. would always go against Bluto or whatever his name is. And then from that, I don't know what it is only, but it seems like the spinach looks very good once you see the energy that Popeye had. Yeah. I definitely think it's a good advertisement for healthy food. When I was a kid, I, when I didn't have spinach, I always was curious to how it tasted and the positive effect it gave Popeye. It makes you go, I want to try that. And cartoons in general definitely have a more appealing view of food. I mean, look at Tom and Jerry. All yeah. the food look amazing, even if it's food you don't like. Just the detail on it just looks amazing. And think about Sonic the Hedgehog with him liking chili dogs. Yeah, I noticed that with the older cartoons, they have their signature food. As you said before, Popeye with spinach, Sonic with chili dogs. And Sonic did the same thing, made me want to try chili dogs, and I was curious about it. And I, I, as much as I love my hot dogs, chili dogs are great too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, I think I had some chili dogs in the past. You know, they're actually really good. I was, also had, had in the past, like, some vegan chili dogs, so that was good too. And don't forget the Ninja Turtles with pizza. Um, oh yeah yeah pizza i was about to get to that that pizza with michelangelo always being about that pizza because i used to watch the older version of the um, teenage mutant ninja turtles when i was younger and then him always going for the pizza yeah pizza always looks more appetizing in cartoons but funny enough when i was a kid when teenage mutant ninja turtles was on in the uk till like the 2000s we had to change the name so they called it teenage mutant hero turtles so, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Hero <laughs> Turtles is like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, we called it that for a while, but we managed to get Ninja back in the future. But when I was a kid, it was Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Um, <laughs> when it comes to animation and food, a lot of cartoons are good at it, but also Japanese anime as well. There's a few anime that involves cooking. One of them is Food Wars. But another one that involves cooking is a slice of life anime called Sweetness and Lightning. And it's about a single dad and his young girl he is garbage at cooking and he learns from a cook's daughter and each episode they learn how to cook. The schoolgirl is quite new at cooking but she knows what she's doing so she learns, dad learns and the little girl gets to learn as well. It's just so wholesome and the foods look really good. 
And really, like, the main character in some of the, like, Japanese anime cartoons, even, like, in Dragon Ball Z, is basically the curry. Now, obviously, the chopsticks are there because, again, it's Asian. But you see a lot of curry in that. Have you noticed that in some of these Japanese anime, like, there's a lot of curry being seen right there? I do. Um, the Japanese curry is actually different from Indian curries and Chinese curries. A bit more like UK curry sauce, how it's just more of a sauce. Okay. But the curry is more distinctive and sometimes more sweeter. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely a Japanese staple now. When it comes to video games, some Japanese traditional foods, based on Japanese video games, do translate in video games like ramen, Japanese curry, and rice balls, or onigiri. And curry, the whole curry culture is more prominent in video games now. When you play like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, you get to make all these recipes, ah. um, like mushrooms and things like that. And I played Breath of the Wild, but all I did was make recipes. <laughs> and in the new po in the new Pokemon Sword and Shield, you get to make curry, all sorts of curry, like wow. the, like bread curry or mushroom curry or sausage curry or Gigantamax curry or cheese-covered curry. You, it's you know, only, you, you, you know, only I I think it's interesting that there's bread curry. I never heard of bread curry. It's like what really? It's, hmm. it, you can make curry out of lots of things in the new Pokemon games. Also, mm. another game that adds cooking into their games is Final Fantasy XV. Ignis, the cook, makes to create new recipes, and he's always like, I have created a new recipe! <laughs> Every time. <laughs> so you can make things from fish, you can make cup noodles, which is actually a real-life thing, cup noodles, in, cup wow. noodle in Japan, by Nissan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I usually buy the Chinese versions of them, um, and I usually get chicken flavour, or crab, or beef, and they're so much better than the UK pot noodle. If anyone <laughs> in UK goes to a Chinese supermarket, try the cup noodles. I want to try the Japanese ones because they have like curry, but I've not mm. tried it yet. So hopefully in future, I will try them. <laughs> I almost feel like on a future show, we should have somebody on that really like can delve in more to like video games and food. I think that'll be so interesting. Just as a little like note for our show. <laughs> Indeed. And right now we're going to get into our conversation with Hunter, the autistic chef and sunshine. So here we go. Hunter and Sunshine, welcome to the Autistic Delicatessen. It's nice having you here. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> no worries. For both of you, what got you into cooking? Tell us your story. Hunter can answer first. Okay, so it all kind of started when I used to be bullied a lot in school because I'm autistic. And so eventually my mom wanted to spread a little bit of autism awareness. So she combined my love of social media with her love of cooking to make the Autistic Chef channel. And it kind of, you know, kind of went crazy from there. <laughs> okay, to add to that, Hunter went through a really serious bout of bullying in eighth grade. And for a while, he would just shut down. And when I finally got him to talk to me, he talked about committing suicide because of bullying. And I knew I had to do something. So I thought about it and thought about everything that he likes to do and everything that I like to do and tried to combine it. And that's how we came up with Autista Chef. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really did help. And by doing that, it was a diversion. It distracted his thoughts and gave him an avenue to channel that emotion. Mm -hmm. Going to you, Hunter. What was the first recipe that you learned how to cook from your mom? 
So it actually kind of goes back to our very first video that we ever posted, which was the bacon burger comparison. Um, if you guys didn't see that, we compared the Bacon King from Burger King to the Baconator from Wendy's. Oh, and, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, and remember the Baconator came out on top. So what we decided to do a few days later is we decided to do a homemade Baconator versus, you know, the actual Baconator. And unsurprisingly, uh, the homemade came out on top. But we decided for that to be our first recipe since the Baconator won the Bacon Burger comparison. What recipe are you most proud of? Um, it's either gotta be the stuffed hot dogs video because I really do love hot dogs, and that was kind of like the first time I've ever had like a crazy type of hot dog like that. It's either gotta be that one or the funfetti cake dip because somehow that is our most popular video to this day with um uh I think one point eight. Okay. It's over 1,800 views. And it surprises me because it's a four minute Mm -hmm. video about a cake dip that we dipped in animal crackers. (laughs) And somehow that is our most popular video. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very proud of it, though. I'm very proud of it. I mean, 1,800 views. I mean, why the heck not? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That, that, that had to be something right there. Any favorite chefs and cooking shows you like? So, most of the time on YouTube, I do enjoy watching some cooking channels. Just to name a few off the top, Healthy Junk Food, Feast of Fiction, and Rosanna Pantino, which she actually has a little cooking show on YouTube named Nerdy Nummies. Some of the best desserts ever, I'll tell you that. And then some of the famous like TV show chefs mostly were uh, John False and uh, Gordon Ramsay, of course. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the yeah, classic yeah. chef that is Gordon Ramsay. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. I've, been, uh, I've been watching a lot of Hell's Kitchen lately, so oh. <laughs> can't get enough of Ramsay. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch his um, Kitchen Nightmares, though. That was very, that was a very interesting show. Oh right my god! Yes. <laughs> I remember the last time I went to my dad's house, I saw, or like one of the last few times I went to my dad's house, I saw one episode of that. It was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, and a more serious note, I've noticed there have been cyberbullies, which has led to disabling YouTube comments on your channel. What would you say to other autistics that are vulnerable to cyberbullying? Um, I would say for mostly, really anybody who's dealing with cyberbullies or anything like that, the best thing that you can do is block them and move on. Like, when I used to be on social media, that's what I'd do. I'd block them and then I'd move on, knowing that I can hang out with better people than that. Really, if you're dealing with any Mm. bullying, really, just block them out, move away from them. Mm. Uh, What I find to be very effective is, and should be a given, is especially when it's uh, like a child's page, like with Hunter, you know, even though he's almost 16, he's still a child. Parental involvement, you know, if if it wouldn't be for me being on the site every day and monitoring everything that goes on, every word that's spoken, there's no telling how far it could have went. Yeah. But involvement is definitely, it's key. Yeah, definitely. When do you both usually talk about content and what foods you're going to cook or eat on the Autistic Chef YouTube channel? Okay, so a lot of times I'll see a video, I'll be scrolling on Facebook or something like that, and I'll see a video with a recipe, and I think about if it would be an interesting recipe for us to do on the channel or something fun, something that would be engaging, that would you know, 
capture another person's attention and make them want to do it. And I'll share that with Hunter and we'll agree on it or disagree on it. But we'll sit here sometimes and just search for fun things to do on the channel. Like, uh, for instance, the real versus gummy. We've seen so many YouTubers doing it and we figured we could do it too, add our own little spin to it. Mm -hmm. And now that he has so many subscribers, we can make longer videos and things like that. Mm -hmm. But we generally, I don't know, once or twice a month, we'll sit down and, you know, try to plan out the next few months worth of videos by looking at recipes online mostly. And then sometimes we just come up with ideas. For Hunter and Sunshine, what's your favorite food? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a hard... That's Hunter a hard, first, that's hard. yeah. That's always the hardest question for me. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I'm gonna have to say uh, my mom's chicken and sausage gumbo. It is pretty free. It's pretty good. <laughs> mm. Sounds good. Sounds Cajun. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and for you, sunshine? Of course, it's seafood. Bold seafood. What's your least favorite food? Uh, I'm usually, <laughs> see, I always think that my mom would always get slightly triggered by it when I say this, but it, uh, seafood is, like, I'm not too big of a fan of seafood. Like, I like shrimp, I like fried shrimp. Uh, I can't really name anything else that I like. That's because you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do like shrimp, though. Shrimp is pretty good, but that's about it. My least favorite is gotta be, like, tofu and soy stuff like that i don't know if it's flavor or texture or a combination but I, I don't like foods like that have you ever considered making a recipe book um so we have kind of talked about it before but i'm only just starting to learn how to cook so we haven't really decided to make a cookbook yet but i mean once i you know get better at cooking um, I could probably share some family recipes and eventually we might be able to publish our own cookbook. And that'll actually be the first book I'll ever publish <laughs> for, any, <laughs> for any reason, really. Because <laughs> this one actually has published, what, like two books, I think? No, I haven't published them. I just wrote them. Oh, yeah. She's wrote books before. <laughs> so you got like a beginning start right there, you know? Yeah. yeah. From your other YouTube channel called Purple Skater... What got you into doing food ASMRs and mugbangs? And what is a mugbang? So a mugbang is um, it's basically a video where somebody uh, consumes whatever food they feel like while talking about some things that's been happening in their lives. And I think it's a really popular type of video because it's fun to see people interact with their audience. And as for what got me into doing ASMR and mukbangs, in terms of ASMR, it's ASMR is one of those things that really does help me like calm down sometimes, especially when I'm having like a really bad day with school. Like I'll just go to my room, do my homework, then just put in my headphones, listen to ASMR. And most of the time it's for both ASMR and mukbangs that I mostly do when I'm just bored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's lunchtime or something and I want to record a video, but I'm hungry. So I mean, I might as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, for me, I have the opposite effect of ASMRs. I can't stand the very sharp, uh, close sounds and especially uh, when people are eating food and stuff. But I do like some mukbangs. I follow a few people. And if I recall correctly, that was originally a movement in South Korea. So it's mm. a lot of people get paid just to do mukbangs there. It's it's insane. <laughs> Food brings people together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 
What does autism mean to you? Bear in mind, I'm aware you're also diagnosed with ADHD, as is your mum, Sunshine. It's great to see more neurodiverse personalities that enjoy cooking. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, to me, autism is just, if I were to define an autistic person, it's somebody who struggles to communicate with other people and they need help. But it also means that they're different, not less. Your slogan right there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's because that's one of the most classic autism awareness sayings. It's different, not less. So we say that practically every time we taste something. <laughs> yeah, it's always doink, different, not less. <laughs> that's actually, good. That's actually just... good for cooking. <laughs> yeah, the doink was just something that I added in there because I make silly random noises all the time. So I just decided, you know, why not add it in there? Just add a little twist to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust me, like, um, Oni does that sometimes too, as well. So, you're not alone. <laughs> I do, I do it all the time. Major respect, major respect, then. <laughs> yeah, I do it all the time, just random sounds and random quoting and everything. I just, I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Because when I was younger, I used to do some of that, but I never thought, like, why, why was I doing that? I was always wondering, you know, because I think I just like sound texture or something. It's just, yeah, it was an interesting yeah, thing for I, me. So, I already know why I make random noises like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> okay let me get off of that <laughs> i'm not gonna get started with that <laughs> okay okay <laughs> all right all right have you ever thought about making a dish that was related to fortnite or any other video game that you like i'm really glad that you asked that because i actually saw this video by feast of fiction how to make the fortnite shield potions <laughs> and oh. I'm thinking that's pretty easy. Yeah, we discussed yeah. it, and that'll be one of the videos that we release towards the summer. Yeah, on yes. July. No, not not. We're, July. we're shooting for July to release that video. So yeah, the shield potions. We're gonna make the mini shield, the big shield, the slurp juice, and the massive chug jug. <laughs> But oh, one, thing, wow. one thing we're not going to do that Feast of Fiction did is that we're not going to do, like, there are certain amounts of times you have to drink in the shield potions in the game. Like, for the mini shield, there's two seconds. We're not going to see, like, how much we can drink within, like, two seconds <laughs> of the shield. And so, oh, that I, would be hardcore. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm a Fortnite gamer, so I might, like, off camera, record it and put it on Purple Skater. But for Autistic Chef, no. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. probably something funny that I could do for the video is that I could probably dress up as a Fortnite character, then do my little sliding thing, and I could fall, and then get up be like, anybody got a med kit? And not only for like any Fortnite-related dish, such as the the mini the, the shield potions or the Dura Burger that's in the game, I've seen a couple of recipes for other video games, like the Mario Mushroom, just to name a few like iconic ones. we got the Mario Question Block. I've seen a lot of them. I mean, definitely when I'm when I'm cooking on my own, when I'm running out to stuff on my own, I might try and do a lot of gaming recipes. But eh, sometime during the summer, we might actually make the Fortnite shield potions. There's mm. actually a few video game cookbooks out there. There's one, um, really? I think there's one Overwatch one, but there's definitely a World of Warcraft one. And that's like a lot of recipes based on the game and the lore and stuff. And seeing more of that is pretty cool. <laughs> 
I'll I'll research that. Yeah, that I've never sounds like something fun we could do. Yeah, see, especially with the Overwatch one, I never would have guessed that because I think while my friend had Overwatch on his Switch, I think I played it like once while he was at school a few days yeah. ago, and yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> it was too hard to control, and I couldn't aim well. <laughs> uh, hmm. I don't think the Switch is the best platform for Overwatch. Probably if it's console, Xbox or PlayStation. If not, PC. <laughs> I've never tried it on I mean, the Switch. I'm PC and Xbox, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. He's good at it. I'm not, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Before we get to you, Oni, um, it's very interesting that there is I didn't even know this and like I'm not much of a gamer now, but it's just like wow, it's it's very interesting that there's cookbooks of that. Yeah, I do quite like my video games as well, so yeah. <laughs> I usually I usually find out these things. So <laughs> I'm, I'm fully familiar with Fortnite, but I've only backseat gamed. I've not actually played it, but I'm definitely familiar with the community and I know people that play it. So when you talk about the Chug Jugs and the Dur Burger, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yes! You wouldn't believe the amount of times I've tried to tell people that like around my school and they just give me that weird look, like they raise one eyebrow and look at me like, uh, are you on drugs, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like, they think I'm crazy, and I'm like, no, it's legit. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I'm sure there'll be very interesting videos, though, so can't wait to watch in the summer, though. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Hunter and Sunshine, thank you very much for being our guests for the Autistic Delicatessen. It was nice having you here. Uh, it was our pleasure. Okay. Thank you so much. This was so awesome. <laughs> That's great to hear, thank you. Yeah, probably one of the the best ones that we've done out of all three of them. (laughs) So, Oni, what did you think about that conversation? It was really good. Um, I liked the um, combination of uh, video game recipes towards the end, Um, how there's like food recipes inspired by video games, and I thought that was pretty interesting. Especially how that's another interest that Hunter likes is video games. I like how he's planning more video game related recipes in the future. So I'll be looking forward to that in his channel. Yeah, yeah, because I thought it was like interesting because that was like a good question to really just bring up right there. And um, what do you think about the whole food ASMRs and mukbangs? You know, because the mukbangs, like I've seen some YouTube videos, it seems kind of interesting how a person can eat a lot. Some get paid for it, actually. I prefer the mukbangs that, like, emulate, like, you're sitting next to somebody and they're just eating and chatting and it's like a intimate, relaxed vibe. The ones I don't like are the ones where someone's eating, like, way over their calorie limit and being completely indulgent and gluttonous about it and be gross about it and have no manners and slurping <laughs> everything. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that kind of mukbangs. And when it comes to ASMR in mukbangs, I really don't like the slurping right next to your ear and the <laughs> tapping and the clicking. and the, uh, A lot of people find that relaxing, but it genuinely drives me nuts. So <laughs> yeah. ASMR is the opposite effect for me. People get the tingly feeling. I get frustrated and shudder and oh <laughs> it's like the annoyance annoyance i can honestly imagine you only like having your hair all messed up and just being like ah, ah, ah. it's like you just like <laughs> just like grinding your teeth and just like you know i would throw like, my headphones away <laughs> <laughs> like, i don't hear anymore that's it i'm done i'm done i'm done <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah and also the interesting part is how basically from the cyberbullying that Hunter was able to do his mom, Sunshine, find a way to be able to 
do these interesting videos because I think for anybody, like even ones that are autistic, you know, they get bullied at times a lot and you can understand that, right, Oni? Definitely. And I do like their approach of block and move on. I think it's a wise choice to do because fighting fire with fire does not help at all. And I know quite a few autistics do that and it just causes more bother. And then there's other autistics that do need like supervision at all times on the internet. Otherwise, they just speak too much, especially if it's um, ones that are children. I genuinely think that some autistics need more supervision than usual than other children. But it's a case-by-case basis, so it depends who it is. But it's good to be more aware of these things, especially if you don't know the internet. And especially if they're getting bullied and such, it's best to just block, move on if they're just being a bother and it's best to not spread more hate it's best to just continue what you're doing and focusing on the audience that's actually been all right with you and you're in that community so and it's all positive it's best to stick with that positive area but also certain times you know it's good to stand up for yourself and say that you know like i'm not going to take this crap i'm sure there is times for that and if there is that time i say go for it but if it just causes more hassle sometimes it's best to just leave it be because if you know the opposing person is just gonna go absolutely bonkers there's no point fighting back then they'll just make things worse for the autistic delicatessen if you want to share the link and spread the word it's the autistic delicatessen on one word dot card c-a-r-r-d dot co and also, I would like to mention, to give a thanks to, like, the person that produces the music from the theme music as well as the in-betweens. It's all from Bat Sauce, and I'd like to give a shout-out to Bat Sauce right here for having us, like, use his music and having to do music for our show. So, you know, it's always nice to have, like, just good music for the show. Indeed. Thank you, Bat Sauce. <laughs> yeah. Well, folks, until next time... What you eat and what you drink is your story. 